the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Southern California Live. Back for hour two, all of Southern California here, talking about the issues of our day from a Christian perspective. We're live in Southern California on KKLA and KPRZ and wherever you get us on the Internet from three to five each and every weekday. I'm Scott Furrow. Glad to be your guest host. I get to be here with you all week. It's a get to. It is exciting to get to know you and to take your calls and to have these conversations because we have something important to do. We actually have an awful lot to do with what's happening in our culture and all the things going on. So we like to have those conversations. We like to uh, enjoy uh, taking a look at the news and not worrying about it. You worry about it. I, I have to be careful because the way I cope with things sometimes is I joke. You know, um, and, uh, you know, that's not for everybody. I know that. So forgive me if, uh, if I make a joke about something and you're like, why is he joking about that? I had, I had somebody once get really mad at me because I pointed out that, uh, during the beginning of the coronavirus shutdowns, when everybody was at the grocery store and the plexiglass went up and everyone's got masks and everybody's afraid and you're standing in these weird lines that wrapped around the grocery store with the stupid uh, little circles on the floor telling you which way to go. Remember that? Remember you couldn't even go one way or the other, like one-way trips down the aisles. Did you ignore those? I ignored them all the time. People are wiping down their groceries and doing all of this. And I remember all of this attention. Then you get up to pay for your stuff. And the one thing that's never cleaned is that little keypad where you put your finger on it and you punch in your phone number to get your discount on stuff. And I just pointed out that that thing's kind of nasty, and uh, maybe I'm offending you now by even pointing that out, but uh, somebody did not like it that I was joking about that. Anyway, um, they're not listening because they said they're never going to listen again because I talked about that. Anyway, I do not want to do that to you, but I do want us to actually be able to look at the news and even some of the harder things to be actually able to have a conversation because we don't have to worry. We have a Savior. If you're a believer— This is something that we have got to understand. And we've not just understand, we have to feel this. We have to really understand this, where if we get frustrated or afraid, you know, somebody said, I think it's a a pastor named Scott Sauls that I follow on Twitter. He said something great. He likes to say this, that our best, as a Christian, your best days are always in front of you, that whatever is happening in your life, your best day is always in front of you. I want to steal that and use that for myself because it's great because one day you're going to be with Jesus. One day all of this craziness, all of this insanity is gone. And our our call here as believers is to make sure that we're letting other people know. We are ambassadors of Christ. In the last hour, we talked about some politics and the idea of what Christians can can do. We talked about Russia and the scariness of what's happening in Ukraine, and there's plenty of other scary things to talk about. Um, but, you know, whatever happens with all of that, if you know Jesus, the worst thing that's going to happen to you is one day you'll go be with Jesus forever, where there'll be no more sadness, no more tears. So this, when this is our focus, when we have this, it helps us get through the things that are challenging or the things that are scary. And uh, so that's what we want to do on this program. 
and we'd like to have our conversation together with it. 888-528-2557. That's 888-LA-TALKS. I encourage you to put that number right in your phone. That way, if you feel like it and you're driving, you can just say, hey, call Southern California Live, and it'll call automatically. I don't want you fumbling through your phone and getting a wreck or anything because of this or if you're, you know, if you're at the workplace and you can't quite participate, you can't email me if you can't call SoCalLive at KKLA.com. All right, I've had plenty of coffee today, and if I'm talking too fast, that's probably why. But uh, that means we get a lot more in. That's the way I look at it. 888-528-2557. All right, a couple of things that are uh, in the news that I thought are, are kind of interesting. Um, it's a Monday, by the way. I, have you had, you know, Mondays are kind of, Mondays. There's a reason they're called Mondays. Somebody in the studio pointed out to me that and I, I've had a terrible Monday. I can't explain it. It started off, I've had a terrible Monday. And he said, just like the old Garfield cartoons we read as a kid where he said, I hate Mondays and we didn't really get it as a kid. But boy, is that true. And B.B. Uh, King has a song called Stormy Mondays. Great song. And the funniest line in that song to me is he says, uh, you know, it's Stormy Monday, but Tuesday's just as bad. Hilarious. That's why they called the blues uh, also why he's a great musician, and uh, we miss him, uh, if you like uh, that kind of music. He was great. All right, so this morning, yeah, I went to, uh, I'm working on something for somebody else, not for me. Went to the IRS website, and I had to fill out some forms, uh, and I messed it up. I don't know if I messed it up or if it, it's possible that the system, because you punch in people's social securities and numbers and things, and it it might have populated a field in a way that it needed to do. That's possible. But I need this information for this person, and it got done, and there's something on it that's not right. And the thing is, is you do it online, but you can't fix it online. You now have to fix it with paper, and you have to print out this form. Then you got to type a letter, and the letter needs to be on your letterhead, as if you have, like, personal letterhead just stashed in a drawer somewhere, you know, and you don't just print it out with your name on it. And uh, now i got to go through this whole thing to change something that I don't even know if it's my fault. That's how my day started. And then, I don't know if you've ever had this happen, but I ordered a bagel and a coffee on my phone, went to the bagel shop, and it was gone. Somebody stole it. They stole my bagel. That's Monday right there. I don't know who took it. You know, I thought to myself, if I were homeless, why wouldn't I be just like grabbing that food off those tables? You know, somebody needed it. Or somebody was really disappointed with the uh, onion bagel that they got. Um, Or maybe they weren't so disappointed because it tastes good, but whoever they were talking to is disappointed because... That was the case. Speaking of the IRS, you can join this conversation at any time here. Actually, we're going to talk about, uh, here's what I want you to think about. We're going to get around to this in a minute. Uh, Mask mandates are changing around the country today. Um, Governor of New Jersey and pretty soon Delaware are getting rid of the mask mandates for kids um, and mask mandates all around. Around the world, different countries are getting rid of plenty of mandates. Is this the end? And... Where is the off-ramp for California, for Southern California? Where is the mask off-ramp, especially for kids? Where's the date? When do, we, when do the kids get to take it off? The rest of us get to have the masks off most of the time. I mean, we wear them when we come in the building and here and there, but I'll bet that most of us are kind of ignoring it. I've gone into places recently where I forgot my mask, which I hate. It's like, oh, I forgot my mask. Do I want to go all the way back to the car? And usually I do. Um, but this time I'm like, nope, I've already walked up here. I'm just going to go in and see what happens. And I'm in line and people are wearing masks. And I said, does it bother you? And I'm not wearing a mask. Nope. Bother you? Nope. Bother you? Nope. I went up to the cashier, bought the thing. Does it bother you? Nope. 
I think most people are there, but I'm not sure if everybody is there. IRS plans to uh, scan your face uh, in order to uh, use their website. Did you know this, that uh, they're going to use facial recognition software? Now, today they backed off of that a little bit. They said, ah, you know what? We're not going to have you do the selfie if you're on the website. So I was thinking about that. I was thinking with all the trouble on that website with the IRS, that they're going to do facial recognition. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, There's something convenient about it. There's something convenient about, I guess, looking at my phone and it opens up. Uh, when I look at it, um, and it's super convenient that it doesn't open up when my kids look at my phone because I don't want them playing games or doing other stuff. So I, I sort of like that. And my kids figure out my passcode. It's super irritating. They figure it out because they're geniuses when it comes to that. Or they figure it out because they've got a spyglass or something. They're looking over my shoulder when I have to do it. See, when you wear the mask, the facial recognition doesn't work, and then you got to punch in the code and then – and then the 12-year-old notices it, writes it down in his brain, and suddenly he's on my phone. I like the facial recognition because he can't. I have woken up in the morning. I have been woken up in the morning with my phone being held right in my face by my kids, hoping that they can get into my phone because I, I look. You have to open your eyes for it to work. How do you feel about this? The IRS uh, going to – it's not for everybody because it's only for people who go on their website, but that's becoming more and more common that they'll have facial recognition that there's a company called ID.me that I guess does this, um, a Virginia-based company, ID.me, and that's where your photo will be, will be stashed and it measures your face somehow so that it knows that it's you. Uh, this is where we're going. At what point is uh, this a major privacy violation or is it just something that is super convenient? Um, fortunately, Democrats and Republicans in the uh, Congress were very disturbed uh, at this story. Uh, Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden, Democrat from Oregon, tweeted that he is very disturbed. See, that's what he said, very disturbed, by the IRS plan that no one should be forced to f- submit to facial recognition as a condition of accessing essential government services. I think that's true, but I think it's coming. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that's coming? I, I think, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to get away from that. Another story here locally, Mayor Garcetti's former top spokeswoman wants him charged with perjury. Been hearing that on the news today. Uh, Mayor of Los Angeles, Eric Garcetti, um, his one-time chief spokeswoman has filed a complaint, according to the LA Times, uh, with local, state, and federal prosecutors demanding that he be prosecuted for perjury. And immediately I started, you know, a perjury for repeatedly denying that he knew about another former aide's alleged sexual misconduct. And so this controversy is brewing here. She wants felony charges against him for lying under oath, um, lying and conspiring with top staffers to cover up multiple accusations of sexual harassment against uh, Rick Jacobs, the mayor's former deputy chief of staff. I don't know. I wasn't there for all these things. Can you imagine if you have facial recognition on all these security cameras and everything? I guess you, it would be harder to cover these things up. And does the facial recognition software then detect whether it's sexual harassment or if it's just playing around based on the looks of disgust or creepiness? Like, can it identify you as a creep? I just, I'm just wondering. Uh, not saying that that's the mayor. Not even saying that this is true. He says it's not true. He says this is absolutely not true. I didn't know anything about whatever this guy's accused of. Um, I've been spending all of my time practicing holding my breath for uh, the National Football League championship game. Uh, Because I don't want to wear a mask for four hours.
like that transition. So now we'll get into that subject there. May, <laughs> did you see that? And by the way, congratulations to the Rams um, and the Bengals. I didn't get to be with you in this context uh, last week to talk about the Super Bowl that's coming up. We'll talk about that more uh, later this week. I'm excited that the Super Bowl is in Los Angeles. I think that's great. SoFi Stadium, um, which is – I have not been there yet. Have you been there? Um, I'll go there to, you know, watch, you know, whatever, just because I'd like to check that place out. I'm excited about it. Legoland is going to build a SoFi Stadium in the, in the mini Legoland thing. Have you seen that? It's going to be the biggest set of Legos ever. Um, right there in Legoland. So it's kind of exciting. We'll talk about that more this week. Who are you for? I mean, if you're from, if you're listening in this audience, you're, you're most likely for the Rams. Uh, the Bengals have a story though, don't they? Sometimes the story uh, wins the day. I think most of the country is probably going to be for the Bengals, which makes me want to root for the Rams even more. We'll get to that. But apparently at the Super Bowl game, unless California uh, changes its mask mandate before the 15th, everybody's going to be handed an N95 mask and uh, all 100,000 fans are supposed to be wearing that during the game. How many of the 100,000 fans at the Super Bowl are going to wear their mask? I bet you can count on one hand or two. Maybe there's a few more. I don't know. The controversy has been that politicians, the mayor of, of L.A., of course, Eric Garcetti, but also of San Francisco, London Breeze, which is my favorite name for a mayor uh, currently, uh, if you're going to be mayor, you might as well be named after a city. Probably not the city you're in. That'd be weird. But London, that's a great name. Um, and, of course, our governor, Gavin Newsom, all took pictures with Magic Johnson, um, which, of course, you would take pictures with Magic Johnson, the greatest point guard of all time, in my opinion. You can argue with me about that another time. But I think that that is true. And they all said, well, we took the mask off to take the picture like you do. And then there's some other pictures of them not wearing a mask. Where are you at with this? The, the, the world is changing when it comes to the mask issue. And what I'm getting at here is not to, not to pick an argument about where to wear a mask or not and where we've kind of been with that, but it's, it's this. Do you still feel like you should be wearing a mask or have you gotten beyond that? Have you changed your mind? 888-LA-TALKS is our phone number, 888-528-2557. Have you changed your mind? Have you been somebody who always wore a mask everywhere and you've changed your mind? Or maybe you're the other way around. You weren't wearing a mask for a while. Now you do. Maybe you got COVID and you're like, oh, this is uh, pretty serious. Or you knew somebody who uh, passed away with it. I want to be careful with this conversation all the time. I like to say this because I know that many people have been suffering through this because you've lost loved ones uh, and you maybe have suffered yourself. Some of you are dealing with the the long COVID, which are some things that we don't really – uh, understand. There's somebody who I'm working with who has been dealing with a sickness for over a year and they can't explain it. And they've had, it doesn't seem to be COVID related, except now that's where they're going. They're saying, well, maybe you have some kind of COVID problem that we don't know about yet. Uh, and she's been suffering for a year and it's been very unknown. Doesn't seem to have cancer or anything like that. 888-528-2557. Well, there's still some research going on about uh, masks. Most of the science that's come out has been saying that the cloth masks don't work, that the only ones that do are N95 masks, and that you need to wear them properly or they don't work. And a big, the big issue is that if the air is coming out the sides and it's sort of unfiltered, whether you're breathing in or breathing out, what, what the studies are saying is that, well, it's really not helping much with COVID. It helps if you sneeze or if you cough, and it'll block some of the blocklet, droplets that would come out. 
But the studies are saying that a lot of what we're doing, it probably doesn't matter uh, unless you have a, a better mask on, then it'll give you some. So this article uh, is giving us a suggestion that there is research going on, what they call uh, mask fit hacks to improve the protection of poorly fit masks. It's not really realistic that everybody's going to get an N95 mask. They're expensive, they're thicker, uh, they're harder to find. And uh, so what, how is it possible to make the masks that we're wearing on a regular basis more effective? And so scientists are dealing with a few different things. Here's some of the hacks. These hacks include edges of the mask, taping it shut. So get some cloth tape and put that right on your face and just tape the mask shut all the way around. So you wear some tape around your face with the mask and uh, you close that down. Um, have, is anybody doing that? I bet there's somebody who's tried that out. Um, or another uh, hack that you can do, according to uh, this article, is you use a roll of first aid gauze to tightly bind the mask to your face. They call it the mummy method. <laughs> I'm not making this up. This is true. Placing, uh, and here's a, another thing that they decided to do, and this was proposed by Apple engineers. Yes, Apple engineers. Uh, not people who are farmers who grow the fruit. I'm pretty sure this means Apple computers. They recommended using rubber bands around the front to create a brace. And so you wear your cloth mask, but you put rubber bands around your head and your neck to hold the mask into place. Rubber bands. Do you have rubber bands sitting around? Rubber bands. Uh, Researchers found two key factors determine mask effectiveness, the filtration efficiency of mask material and the fit of the mask. Um, and so they compared all of these different hacks and they actually came up with one that's better. Comfort was an issue with many of the hacks. In fact, it says, quote, the most discomfort was reported uh, with the rubber band hacks. It says, additionally, the rubber band hack reportedly created a painful pressure on the ears and the face, even hindering circulation to ears for some participants. (laughs) You know what makes me laugh about that statement is some participants, Somebody signed up to put on a cloth mask and put a whole bunch of rubber bands around their head, and uh, they they had strokes or something. It cut off the circulation to their head, and uh, it's okay if I die of a stroke because of the rubber band around my head, but I didn't get COVID. So good for me, all right? Um, I, <laughs> we've lost our minds. And I'm not even done yet because I haven't told you what one, what researchers have decided is actually – This is in the Jerusalem Post, okay? So this is a country that has probably done more research than anyone else in Israel, okay? Jerusalem Post is is reporting this. The the winner for the best mask hack is you put pantyhose over your head and over the mask. Yes, ladies, (laughs) nylons. And, you know, I'm kind of old school. I've never really bought a lot of nylons, haven't really robbed banks or anything that, uh, you know, I'm not transitioning into whatever. So I don't have a whole lot of... uh, reason to own them. But I remember as a kid, uh, they used to come in eggs. I guess they don't come in eggs anymore. But I'll bet if you took half of that plastic egg and put it over your mask and then put the nylons over the pantyhose over your face, I'll bet that's a pretty good mask, also a pretty good look. This is where we've gone, ladies and gentlemen, that you should wear your paper mask, your cloth mask, and put you, you cut out the thigh portion, it says, of the pantyhose and put that over your neck. You wear it like a gator one of those gator masks that uh, they don't let you use on the airplanes. That's where we are, 888-528-2557. I would love to hear if you've tried the pantyhose over your face. Let's go to Rose at Huntington Beach. Rose, 
Hi. Welcome to today? Southern California Live. Thanks for calling in. Rose, have you tried uh, to, um, you know, put rubber bands around your mask to make it more effective <laughs> or pantyhose over your head? That'll be the day. <laughs> Actually, I don't wear a mask unless I absolutely have to. I go in the grocery store. I want to cause a problem. But um, I don't even wear a mask. Orange County doesn't really wear masks that much, and we're not as uh, into Gavin Newsom's mask wearing as much as he is. And um, the other thing I wanted to tell you is that I have a friend, and her it's a mother and daughter, and they look very much alike, and they use each have a computer, and they can each open up their mother computer and their daughter computer with both faces. So, so much for facial really? identification. Really? Yes. I've wondered if that's True possible. Story. I know that people have it tried to possible. do that with, like, identical twins or people who are related. I've never heard of it actually working, though. So uh, there you go. It does work because I've seen them. Ah, all right. Well, Rose, uh, I recommend uh, this article anyway. I don't recommend it, but uh, if you're not comfortable wearing the mask, put some pantyhose over it. It might work better uh, over your head. 888-LA-TALKS is the phone number here. Uh, 888-528-2557. One of the questions I am asking in a more serious way is, have you changed your mind about this? Has evidence come out and you've changed your mind one way or the other? You used to wear a mask all the time, and now you're done with it. Uh, or you never wore a mask. You were against it from the beginning, and now you've decided you're for it. 888-528-2557. You're listening to Southern California Live. This is the Monday edition of our great program here all across Southern California. Great to be with you today. We'll be back and take your calls in just a moment. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow with you on this fine Southern California Monday. And I say fine, even though I started off with a terrible Monday. But look out the window at where we are. What a great Monday. Great to be with you today. The phone number, if you want to join our conversation, is 888-528-2557. And um, there are four states that today, four states now, that have announced that they are ending their mask mandates in, uh, in different ways. And w- the reason that this is relevant is that these are, these are blue states who have had the mask mandate for quite a while, and they have Democratic governors. Um, this has kind of been a red state, blue state divide, right? And uh, we take a look at the numbers in each state, and we argue about who's doing better and those kinds of things politically. Uh, these are Connecticut, New Jersey, Delaware, and now Oregon's health department have set timelines for the ends of their state school mask mandates. And uh, what it's believed is that maybe this is the sign that we are going to end maybe more of these protocols. And uh, we've had some fun because there's some uh, different uh, opinions out there about how to make the cloth masks more effective because a lot of the studies coming out are saying that they either don't work at all or they don't work very much. Um, that you need the N95 mask if you want it to be effective. And if you wear one of those, you can tell it's different. You can completely, uh, you can completely tell um, the difference wearing it that, oh, if this, this works, it probably works. Uh, as a pastor, I've been into uh, hospitals where I'm, you know, for years where I visited people, and sometimes if they have a contagious disease, they, they won't let you go in there at all, but sometimes they do, but they make you put on, you know, I call it the spacesuit. It's not really a spacesuit, but you put on a mask and a shower cap kind of thing and this this outfit that they make you put on sometimes booties and the whole thing like a surgical outfit um but you throw it away when you leave the room so we know that they do certain things 
All right, the number is 888-LA-TALKS, 888-528-2557. And I asked the question, are you, have you changed your mind about masks uh, one way or the other, that you wear them more now than you used to, or that you've decided, uh, I've decided not to wear them, 888-528-2557. Let's see, let's go to uh, Rhonda in Orange County. Rhonda, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Rhonda. Go ahead and turn your radio down, and then you'll catch up. Rhonda? Hi, Rhonda. I'm here. Oh, there you are. Hi, Rhonda. Welcome to our program. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah. My name is is Scott, Scott Furrow. Hi, Scott Furrow. Hi. Hi, I'm here too. Hi, Rhonda. What a nice greeting. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rhonda. Well, what's on your mind on this subject? I'm getting a delay. Yeah, turn on, turn down the radio. Just for the listeners, in case they don't, they're not totally familiar. Because I ran into your uh, your station randomly. What are your call letters? Because my radio is going spastic. All right, <laughs> and I'm so happy to get you. What are the hey. call numbers? All right, this you're probably listening. Are you on FM? Yes. All right, if you're on FM, you're listening to uh, 99.5 KKLA. Okay. Awesome. And and if you are, that's probably where you're at. You might be getting the North County, San Diego, which is KPRZ, and that's 106.1 FM. Okay, great. So depending on, um, where, you, depending on where you are, you kind of get it right in the middle. In fact, I was driving around a while ago to try to figure out where does yeah. KKLA become KPRZ? 99.5 KKLA. That's probably what you got. All right. Bay, Newport Beach, driving towards PCH. Okay. Uh, lucky me. Um, yeah, I just got out of the hospital, Ashley. I was just really taken back by what, what Rose had said about, quote, in Orange County, we really don't wear masks. And it's really startling because one of my best friends fought for his life at Hogue Hospital uh, in Irvine. For uh, 30 days, they had what's called COVID pods. The fifth and sixth floor was all COVID-infected people. Yeah. My friend had the third worst, like the third strain, the worst kind, and this is like a 55-year-old five-year-old guy who was a squash player, very athletic, otherwise healthy. He contracted COVID, and 36 of the 39 people, he watched them rolled out dead. Mm. This was a year ago. And so I was kind of a naysayer at first with the masks. I personally had COVID twice. Yeah. Um, But I just want to tell everybody out there, oh, my God, protect yourselves. Wear the masks. I hate the masks. But Rose said... She was just on your station. She's yeah. very laxative and she sounds older. I'm not sure if she's vaccinated or, or what her deal is, but God forbid, I watched my friend at 45% oxygen level suffocating to death. It's like drowning. Now, did your friend survive? I, did he make it? Oh, I'm losing you there. Hold on. Did, did your friend survive? Uh, my friend survived. Miguel okay. Calderon. Yep. All right. And... Yeah, so, but, I mean, it's so, so serious, and I, I'm so, uh, it's, I, I can't even begin to say, like, I feel so lucky. I don't know if anybody remembers when we got those stimulus checks, the first ones, when Italy, Italy was on the front line, all those people died. It was just coffins on the news, and yeah. then all of a sudden you get a check for $1,200. It was crazy. It was like, all these people died, so we get a $1,200 check. It's just bizarre. And uh, life is very fragile, and, you know, we just we don't want to infect each other more than anything. Um, yeah, I, pre- I appreciate where you're coming yeah. from, Rhonda, and, and whenever we have this conversation, you know, it comes up all the time. 
I do want to remind people that, that people are sick and dying, that you're right about what's happening on that floor. I've now lost, in the past few months, three personal friends uh, to COVID. Um, and I've had it, and I didn't like it. Um, part of our discussion is, do the masks work or not, and have you changed your mind? So you were a naysayer at first. You got your $1,200 check. That was cool. But now, because you've had experience with people having it, including your close friend, uh, you would recommend wearing it. Oh, she's gone. Oh, we lost you, Ron. I know where you are. I know right where you are in that spot because I decided to take a drive one day and figure out where does the station KKLA end and where does KPRZ kind of pick up. And right where you are in that that area there of PCH, it was difficult to get either station. So, uh, Rhonda, if you are listening, it's 99.5 KKLA and it's 106.1 FM for North County KPRZ. And these are the Christian stations here in Southern California. This show is Southern California Live. And uh, if you can't pick it up and you just happen to live in a spot for some reason where it doesn't it doesn't show up, you can always get it online at kkla.com. You can get it at kprz.com. You can even get it on your Alexa app. You just tell it to find uh, KPRAZE or KKLA, and uh, you can always get this program. Uh, there's even a podcast. If you go to if you miss an hour, you want to be a part of it, go to kkla.com or kprz.com if you happen to be living in San Diego area. Uh, maybe that's where you're headed, and check it out. Uh, Rhonda, I do thank you for your call and uh, and having that thought. I'm glad that your friend made it uh, and uh, was able to survive. I know some people, 45% in the, in the oxygen level is pretty scary, um, and you just never know. Cheryl from Van Nuys. Cheryl, welcome to Southern California Live. Oh, hi, Scott. Um, actually, it's Carol. It's it's Cheryl? Yeah, Carol, oh, like Christmas. Oh, Carol. Carol. All right, Carol. I've got Cheryl on the screen. So you, yeah. you're Carol. Oh, Welcome, that's Carol. Okay. Um, yeah, um, I'm talking about the mask because um, I, have a medic- I have a lot of medical problems, and I was in the hospital again last month for four days. Mm. And a lot of the nurses that I at the hospital have had COVID. So... I, for me personally, I don't ever wear a mask unless I have to get on the bus or go in the store. Yeah. And I have a brother who had COVID, and he's okay. But um, like I said, some of these nurses even wear face shields, and they still end up getting it. And the CBS pharmacy down the street from me, they were closed for a while for part of the day because they didn't have enough employees because they got the COVID. So it doesn't seem to matter whether you wear a mask or not. People still get the virus. All right. I appreciate your call. Are you feeling better? You, you said you were in the hospital for, for four, um, actually, hour, four days. Um, I'm more likely to die from three of my medical conditions than ever getting the virus. So, um, actually, I had another surgery for a lot of tumors, and I have a complication um, from that, and I've been in the hospital nine times because of it, because okay. uh, they never know if I'll need an emergency surgery. So, yeah. I just found out that I'll probably have it the rest of my life, but I don't really like to listen to doctors. I'm around longer than they thought I would be, and I tend to really want to trust in God than doctors, because God's the one who knows everything, not them. And I'll go when God says it's time to go. <laughs> Are you uh, dealing with ongoing uh, cancers and tumors and stuff? Um, yeah, I've had it four times already. Oh, my gosh. And I'm, besides that, I have other medical conditions. I have a blood condition <laughs> that can cause uh, blood clots, which I have uh-huh. with my last tumors, or it could cause a stroke. So I'm on 
eloquent for the rest of my life for that. Of stuff. And a lot of other, probably a lot of other health problems besides that. So. All right. Well, I'm glad that you're still with us. And, you know, what I would say is listen to your doctor, but keep trust in the Lord uh, and do that. Can, yeah. I pray for, can I pray for you real quick? Just since you're on our sure. program and, yeah. and we do that. All right. God, thank you for Carol and her calling today and all the stuff that she's dealing with with her health. I'm grateful, Lord, that she trusts in you. I pray that you give her wisdom in how she handles uh, her health care and how she works with her doctors and stuff. I pray that you give her doctors and nurses and everybody working with her wisdom and insight into her. I pray that you provide um, doctors who also believe in you, um, who trust in you in this way. I pray for her healing, if that is your will, that she would have a great testimony of, uh, of that so that other people might be saved through that. And God, I pray that you would give her comfort and uh, peace in knowing that she's saved by the grace of Jesus Christ because of her faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Carol, thanks Thank for you. calling. Thank you, and yeah, a lot of my nurses are Christians, so we have talks a lot of the time. <laughs> All right, good deal. All right, Carol, thanks for calling. This is Southern California Live. The number is 888-528-2557. And I've been asking for your opinion. With all the different changes, four different states, blue states, are ending their mask mandates, at least for the kids. And um, California doesn't have a date yet for that. I think we should. I think we need an off-ramp. I think there needs to be something that says, okay, we're going to go this, this way. And part of the reason for that is because the studies are saying that the masks, especially the cloth masks, that they're not providing much uh, safety. And I'm curious to see if you've changed your mind, either you used to wear a mask all the time and now you don't, or you've maybe you're like Rhonda and you've had COVID now and, or you've known people who have, and so you wear it a little bit more often. 888-528-2557 is the number. And you can call even during the break as we're coming up here. By the way, as I mentioned before, if you miss an hour of our program, you can go to kkla.com and get the podcast or kprz.com. The podcast shows up uh, sometimes right away, sometimes a couple days later, but you can always get it a little bit later on those websites, plus a whole lot of other information there and some great events that you can be a part of. So check them out, kkla.com if you're in the Los Angeles area, or kprz if you're in the San Diego area. I'm Scott Furrow. This is the Monday edition of Southern California Live. I'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody, to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, and this is the Monday edition of Southern California Live. I get to be with you all week this hour. We've been talking about masks. We had some fun with it because of a, a study. The study, by the way, I, I mentioned it was in the Jerusalem Post where I got the story, but the, it, the study was from the University of Cambridge, where researchers found after testing many ways to try to make cloth masks more effective for coronavirus, COVID-19, uh, they discovered that the best thing you should do um, other than wrap rubber bands around your head to try to close it or tape your tape it to your face, which is what they tried, but uh, that caused lots of other complications, um, is to wear pantyhose over your head while you have the mask on, and it'll help keep that mask there. Um, and I, I thought, you know, it's kind of funny. And then we have multiple states today, uh, blue states, who are ending their mask rules for kids. And I wanted to know from you, kind of, has your thinking changed over time with the mask? You know, one of the reasons, by the way, they're ending mask rules for kids. And I've read this before. I check this all the time because I'm curious if it's going to change. The CDC changed this rule at the beginning of the Biden administration to make uh, kids uh, up to from two to five wear masks. 
uh, and it's creating a lot of problems for preschools and other things. But I find it curious that the World Health Organization, UNICEF, still today, February 7th, 2022, on their website says this, in general, children aged five years and under should not be required to wear masks. The advice is based on the safety and overall interest of the child and the capacity to appropriately use a mask with minimal assistance. There may be local requirements for children aged five years and under to wear masks or specific needs in some settings, such as being physically close to someone who is ill. In these circumstances, if the child wears a mask, a parent or other guardian should be within direct line of sight to supervise a safe use of a mask. Uh, they've softened it a little bit, but they basically say children should not wear a mask at that age. Um, and states now are kind of coming to that conclusion, and I'm hoping that California does. Um, as somebody who operates a preschool at our church, uh, we're tracking with a preschool who was shut down here in California because they weren't keeping the masks on the kids very well. There's a lot of controversy with that. We are waiting for some decisions to come down with uh, the state to see uh, the next step on that. We'll probably have a conversation with them once that does. How are you feeling about it? 888-52-TALKS is the phone number, 888-528-2557. Liv, welcome to the program here. Liv, I don't have a city where you're at, so I'm assuming you're somewhere on the planet listening to our, our program. Welcome to the show, Liv. Oh, hello. Thank you. I'm in Castaic, California. Castaic? Yes. All right. Well, I know where that is, too. We had an Acton caller recently, uh, one of your neighbors over there. How is it uh, in Castaic? It's very good. And I just wanted to call in because um, to let you know that I wear my mask only when it's required. Um, they require us to wear a mask at work, and so I wear it during work. I wear it in the stores so people don't freak out. Um, but as soon as I get out of that store, I take my mask off and Interesting enough, you also said about children. I have eight grandchildren, um, ages nine and under. And my daughter, when she takes them out, um, she does not require them to wear the mask. And sometimes people look at her funny and make comments, but she says, yeah, I'm not making my kids wear a mask. And she never really has any. The very beginning she did um, because uh, people were saying, you have to have the mask, but I think six months into it, she just said it was too much. It's too much work trying to keep those kids the mask on them, and she just uh, kind of gave up. And yeah, some kids do. Mask. Some kids do a little better than others, but it's uh, really tough. All right, Liv, thank you for your call. I hope things are great for you there in Castaic. Uh, I found the the WHO uh, website to more information on it, so it all is still the same. Uh, potential impact of it's talking about kids wearing a mask, also kids six to eleven wearing mask, that it has potential impact of wearing a mask on learning and psych. Uh, uh, psychological, psychosocial development, it says, in consultation with teachers, parents, caregivers, and our medical providers, that you got to be really careful with uh, kids under 12 wearing a mask. They recommend if you're over 12, you can wear a mask. A uh, whole lot of reasons there. And that's, that's the science, right? We used to say we're following the science, um, but uh, we're not. We left that behind at some point, or at least we don't agree with what science. We have to pick what science. Um, as we talk about this, I want to point out a couple of things. I think that, and we've had some people call who are on different pages with this. Um, by the way, if you are one of those people who do wear pantyhose over your head with your mask, I'd love to hear how that is. Give me a call, 888-528-2557. And if you're one of the people on the Apple study that wears the rubber bands around your head, um, if you're still able to speak and breathe, call me up. Tell me how that's going, 888-528-2557. 
If you're tuning in just now, uh, we talked about that at the beginning of the hour. No joke, that's going on. You know, I think one of the issues for us as believers is that these things have created some kind of conflict, even within our churches, right? Churches divided on mask wearing. Sometimes some churches are like, don't wear a mask at all. Other churches are, you've got to wear a mask. They make everybody wear a mask or they don't make everybody wear a mask. Or if you're wearing a mask, sit over here. If you're not wearing a mask, sit over here. Um, and all kinds of rules like that. Our church, uh, something kind of funny was our rule, we decided, you know what, we're going to say our rule is to respect each other on these things. And because we, we, we're not going to win the argument one way or the other, and we need to not be about foolish things. The Scripture is really clear that Christians need to not be arguing about trivial matters. And I think this is pretty trivial uh, for the most part, um, especially now, maybe not as much at the beginning of this, but uh, as time has gone by. And that's what it is. What's funny to me is that our church, mostly they weren't wearing masks. However, in January, when so many people were getting sick with Omicron, one Sunday, the Sunday, the first Sunday I came back after I had it, everybody had a mask on. I mean, people who haven't worn a mask the whole two years, they were wearing it that Sunday. And uh, I don't know if they were wearing it because they knew I was back and that I had it. And they're like, well, I don't want to get it from this guy who's going to be uh, speaking at me. Um, and um, so, you know, people change their mind based on uh, on different things with the mask. Uh, here's something that I, I want to make sure that I get in our program here. Um, in Romans chapter 14, it says this, 14 verse 1, except the one whose faith is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. There's instructions to Christians, okay? One person's faith allows them to eat anything, but another whose faith is weak eats only vegetables. Uh, that doesn't mean that if you're a vegetarian, you know, there's, there's other contextual reasons for this, okay? The one who eats everything must not treat with contempt the one who does not, and the one who does not eat everything must not judge the one who does, for God has accepted them. Who are you to judge someone else's servant? To their own master, servants stand or fall, and they will stand, for the Lord is able to make them stand. It's a great passage here. It continues kind of along that theme. One person considers one day more sacred than another. Another considers every day alike. Each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind. And one of the things I want to encourage you to do is to accept one another on these things. And maybe there is a way to approach this in a way that that is different. Something that I have done, not consistently, but I try to do this, especially when I'm with believers, um, but also wherever. I, I use the little throwaway masks, the kind you get at Costco in the big box. Um, and um, I usually have one in my pocket just because I hate, as I mentioned before, when I forget one and then suddenly I got to put one in if I go to the store or something. I learned something from a chaplain who serves in the military in England. And I'm friends with a lot of chaplains in the United States, in the United States military, Marines and Navy in particular, being in Southern California here. And in the United States, you go into the chaplaincy as a captain, ultimately, um, and uh, which is pretty cool. And I asked this guy from England, I said, what rank are you? And he said, well, we do it differently over here. I said, oh, really? He said, yeah. He said, you know, we assume the rank of whoever it is we're speaking to. I said, really? He said, yeah. He said, the idea is that we're on the same level, and I'm not really anybody's commanding officer in that case. He said, so if I'm speaking to a private, then I'm, I'm private so-and-so. If I'm speaking to a colonel, I'm colonel so-and-so. And I thought, that's amazing. I said, so if you're speaking to a general, does that make you a general? And he got this funny look on his face, and he goes, well, 
technically, but we don't actually say it. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But I liked the idea where he just said, you know what, I'm here to, to be with you. And something, I'm just going to make the suggestion. It's up to you. But maybe when you're talking to somebody who's wearing a mask out there, especially if you're outside and it's sort of, you know, not necessarily the rule, put the mask on maybe if you're talking to that person, especially if you know them just out of respect. Or if they don't have the mask on, take yours off if you're comfortable with that. That there is, we don't want these masks and these protocols to divide us, especially when it comes to our our ministry. There's a lot of scripture about this. There's a lot of scripture um, about not making a big deal over disputable matters. Now, I think in the in the politics of it and in the the history that we're going to look back on, you know, the mask is a pretty big deal. Um, but coronavirus has taken a lot of lives. There's a lot of people hurting. You never know where somebody's coming from. They might be wearing a mask. They may not even think it works, but maybe they've suffered tremendously themselves or they've lost loved ones because of coronavirus. They're going to feel differently about it, and it is okay for you to be sensitive about that. It doesn't lower your faith any. It doesn't make you less of a patriot or less of a smart person or whatever it is that you, you think. Does that make sense to you that this is how we should be with one another? Um, I hope that that is very, very helpful uh, for you. I'm going to try to take one more quick call because, Margarita, you've been holding, but you got 30 seconds. Margarita welcome, from Glendale, welcome to Southern California Live. Um, hi, thank you. I was just calling because um, I'm obviously against the mandates, um, but I do respect people if they wear the mask um, and I have to wear them at work. I work in a county hospital. I'm, I'm fighting right now an appeal to for to not get because I'm not vaccinated. Mm. Uh, I was denied a few weeks ago, so I'm fighting that right now. But yeah. I um, I do believe as Christians we should respect each other. It shouldn't be something like you said to divide us because um, we don't know where we gotta, people are coming we, from. Yeah, you're right, and we got to put our faith first. I got to let you go because we are out of time. Hey, everybody, thanks for being a part of the discussion here on Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. I will be back with you from 3 to 5 tomorrow right here on Southern California Live. If you missed any part of this program, go to kkla.com in the L.A. area or kprz.com, and uh, the podcast will be posted usually within a couple of days if you want to get them. I'll see you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.